Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Welcome to the Future of Influence. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I am speaking with Daniel Mangena. He is the speaker, author, and CEO of Dream with Dan and can be found online with at dreamwithdan.com. Daniel, welcome to the podcast. Hey, 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 how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I want to know more about dream with Dan. What are we talking about here? What kind of dreams, what kind of dreamers are you helping? So for me, I think it's imperative that people connect with the dream that's inherently unique to them. Uh, For me, the idea of a dream is what comes before purpose, is what comes before uh, our calling. It's the thing that actually informs those. And I'm all about inspiring people to tap into that so that they can fall into a natural flow that leads to more abundance, more health, more joy, more happiness. So you're helping people go deep within. Yes, go deep within so that they can actually do something with it, not just going deep within for the sake of going deep within. I think far too many people spend so much time dancing in the ethers that they don't actually end up living the life that they're here to live. Part and parcel of my thing is actually snapping people out of that too. So do you find it's more of a challenge for people to dig down deep and find that purpose and dream or to actually do something with it? I think it depends on person to person. I think we each face different challenges. For some people, the bigness of what they find deep down within causes them to run away. For some people, uh, the the self-autonomy and the self-responsibility that's demanded to actually take action is what stands in the way. And so they'd rather either not go so deep so that they can run away from the big thing or go so deep that they end up actually not taking any action. Whereas the real magic is in the middle, going deep enough to actually find what's there and then getting out (laughs) quick enough to actually do something with it. So how do you help people do that? What are some of your your strategies or your your um, systems for helping people find that that secret secret space there of going deep and getting out quick? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think my Beyond Intention paradigm, the four step model that I created, really underpins that because what Beyond Intention does is it first and foremost forces us to actually accept that we are the author and creator of our lives. So when we go to step one, we accept we're the author and creator, we can no longer make excuses and blame people. Uh, and it means that we can also see that if we want to get something out of our life, we can't keep looking outside of ourselves to, to get it. We have to find it inside of us. But then when we do find it, again, that acceptance means that we must do something about it. So you're helping people find purpose. They're going to want to have influence around mm-hmm. something, whether their mm-hmm. purpose is building a business, starting a nonprofit, personally volunteering somewhere, whatever that is, mm-hmm. they're going to want to have influence around this very important thing in their life. Mm-hmm. How do you help them attain influence? I think I really support people the most in attaining influence by recognizing that influence is something that first must be had over ourselves. You know, there are people that are running around trying to find, you know, they want to be an influencer. They want to make a big name, but people will feel you before they hear you or see you. And so I feel that the, the, the misstep that people make is to focus so much on the externalization that they miss that the foundation must be within. 
And so again, it comes back to beyond intention and recognizing that I have to have autonomy over myself and my own reality, my own experience and my own environment before I can start to exude influence on anything outside of me. You were talking about having influence over yourself first. Is this something you learned personally on your journey? A hundred percent. You know, I made and lost two multi-million pound fortunes by the age of 24 years old. I had to dig myself up, out from nothing. Uh, And you know what? For a long time, I I was actually depending on the fact that I did have justified reason to blame other people for those losses. But guess what? Blaming them didn't change anything. It's when I stopped blaming other people, looked for as much opportunity as I could find in order for me to take responsibility, not blame, then I stepped into my power and I could actually do something about building my life back up to building another seven-figure business, walking away from that to now start up another business that's become a seven-figure business in the personal development field. But the ability to move between these new fields, the ability to, to come from nothing, for me, was from the very brink of actual suicide and actually do something really could only happen when I was standing in my own power, not blaming other people, even when I had the opportunity to do so. So that goes back to your idea of having influence over yourself first. Yes, yes, yes. And as you, as you moved through that, as you mm-hmm. got influence over yourself, mm-hmm. how did you see that influence spread out around you to others? N- naturally and effortlessly. <laughs> I mean, if we look at this, one of the models that I, I teach in my work is something I call the flow funnel. And what the flow funnel invites us to do is to look at the journey of our thoughts, our aspirations, our dreams from non-physical ideas into physical reality. And and what I found time and time again, by overlaying thousands of years of ancient wisdom and the the latest uh, uh, findings in science is that it follows a natural path of increased density and slower vibration. And that literally means thoughts, first of all, become experienced as feelings in our body. Those feelings in our body start to change the chemistry in our body and therefore affect and impact our ability to think. And so the thoughts that we have, Those thoughts that we have have a direct impact on our unconscious behaviors, which make up as much as 97% of the time that we actually spend creating our outside world. So when that self-responsibility becomes ingrained as an idea that we live by, it becomes part of our emotional field. You'll find people selling courses on Instagram talking about your vibration and your frequency. We can really just get to it by looking at how we're feeling and how we're feeling impacts what we're thinking. And what we're thinking will impact what we're doing. And it will also impact how people experience and feel us. It will impact our body language. It will impact those unconscious behaviors that people are picking up on unconsciously and deciding whether they want to do business with you, whether they want to support your event, whether they want to be a part of your world. All of that starts though with the ideas that we're holding deep within us, those ideas that we've decided consciously to actually stand by, enforce and encourage to be a part of our experience. So these ideas, this experience that you've had, mm-hmm. where on your business journey did this happen? You've had a number of businesses. Mm-hmm. When did you come to understand this? Probably after losing everything the second time and being so down in the down and out that I thought I had nothing left to contribute. And the only reason why I didn't bother to try and commit suicide is because I had so little faith in myself, but I didn't believe I could pull that off either. So the only reason why I didn't commit suicide is I thought I'd fail and I didn't have enough belief in myself to pull that off. And I was actually witnessing the experience of digging myself out of that hole, not even because I wanted to rebuild my life. I actually wanted to work out what was wrong with how I created my life just so I could successfully pull off suicide. I wasn't interested in, you know, working out what was wrong to to fix it. I just wanted to sort of have a clean exit. 
but I spent so much time positively polluting my mind with, with the content that I was consuming in order to work out what was wrong with my model, I accidentally reprogrammed myself. And as I accidentally reprogrammed myself, something that was a very clear and definite intention for me of suicide faded away. Now, does it mean it's completely gone? No, it tries to resurface from time to time. But now I'm also resourced to face that resurfacing and make a conscious choice that that's not the way I want to go. But that all came from the inputs, the inputs that changed my internal environment, that had a shift in my expectations, that shifted my emotional state, shifted my unconscious thoughts, shifted my quiet thoughts, shifted my actions and habits and behaviors and changed my life. So what, how was your business experience, your life experience different before and after? From the outside, you mm-hmm. had successful businesses. Mm-hmm. People were telling you, you were telling yourself you were a success. Mm-hmm. And yet you had this major shift that mm-hmm. happened at a point where you were not successful. Mm-hmm. And now you've rebuilt businesses. How was how were those businesses, how were your experiences different before and after the shift? So this comes down again to what I teach with the flow funnel, which looks at, again, that journey of ideas, thoughts and intentions, goals, objectives down to physical reality. That there are generally four key areas that have to be hit and have to be in alignment for, for us to get the outcome that we want. So the clarity of intention or the clarity of the thought that being consciously what we decide rather than being led by an unconscious program That's part one. Part two, being able to be conscious of the feelings that we're feeling to make sure that they're actually showing that we're on the way to what we want. That's number two. Number three, having belief in ourselves, a certainty that something's going to happen versus an awkward doubt that it's not going to happen, which will always sabotage us. And then our habits and behaviors, which also includes the strategies. It includes our physical environment. It includes knowing what to do. For me, I had certainty to the point of arrogance. You know, as a 19, 20 year old who had no business really being in the world of big business, I hadn't been tested by life. I hadn't seen enough world life experience to know that I had any reason to doubt. So I went out, bull in a china shop, going and getting it done, but then not having experience meant that I made mistakes. Not having experience meant that I didn't have the right guidance, the right mentorship, the right coaches, the right lawyers, the right bankers. And so everything came apart. Uh, I didn't have familiarity with holding the frequency of money. Goes back to, you know, lottery winners, 90% of them go back to exactly where they were within five years, principally because they don't have a vibrational experience knowing what it means to be in the experience of holding that amount of wealth. And so they always end up reverting back to their normal, to their default, which generally is uh, exactly where they were before. So I didn't have the vibrational experience. I had the certainty. I had the intention. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew from the age of 11 that I was going to be a millionaire but I didn't have the the, the physical environment populated with the things necessary to hold it. Now I invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in my personal development. I've got coaches, mentors, I've got lawyers up the wazoo, I've got accountants, I've got bookkeepers. I always revert back to experts to take care of what needs to be done. And I don't rely on my own lack of understanding. The belief is there, but now it's tempered with experience and now it's got humility. And so now it's a healthy brand of certainty. The emotional frequency, now I focus on populating my environment with things that are going to continue to encourage that frequency. So who I speak to, the conversations I'm having, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, they're all supporting the internal environment that I want that leads to the outcomes that I want to create. So as you built this business, rebuilt Mm -hmm. your life and your business, Mm -hmm. you attained a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. What are your plans for that influence now and moving forward? 
Principally, I make sure that I continue to connect whatever influence I have with a clear intention. And I always make sure that that's one of contribution and service because contribution and service is always an expansive field that's going to be supported universally and moving forward. Uh, nature, universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, is always looking for the least effort to impact the most. So when I'm aligning my efforts with adding more life to others, I always find it to be um, infinitely supported. So it's easy for me, you know, sales conversations for me aren't sales conversations. They're going into an opportunity to connect with someone and add to their life. If we're aligned, it'll be a yes. And if we're not, I'm not going to chase them and force them. Maybe they deserve somebody else, or maybe there's someone else that's going to come into my life that's going to fill that place more effectively. Um, when it comes down to producing content, I'm not seeing, you know, how many people am I going to sell to as a result of producing this content is how many lives can I impact positively? And inadvertently, people always end up finding me. That's how I was able to build up my, my initial, my coaching business to six figures in four months with a 500 person email list without bugging people in their DMs and without any ad spend because I was just going out every day, adding to people's lives. And as a result, people wanted to work with me and I was able to build a successful business very quickly. Now that business does six figures a month with grace and ease. So where can we find you online, Dan? Everything's over at dreamwithdan.com. Um, we've got a lot of free resources on the website. We regularly do free events that kind of add to people's lives and give them an opportunity to learn more and expand based on what we teach. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today and giving us so much food for thought and this mindset shift and this way of being shift that you are sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.